Hello there and welcome to Tap Calf Transmissions, the only Star Wars podcast where one of the hosts is literally a doge. I'm Corey, joined by that doge, Mr. Eckhart's Ladder. How are you doing tonight, Justin? Sassine Pa and Doge. Je suis in Doge, therefore I am. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm well. How are you? Uh, I mean, I I I'm a little let down to be honest, because while we have all this great bad batch to talk about, I normally I look forward to to, face, to looking into your eyes while we're having these conversations. Yeah, we're having technical me, issues. But... It's not good. Um, you know, let's just let's talk about that. So we were planned, first of all, we were planned to have two episodes this week. Uh, obviously, that didn't happen, and that's on me. Um, so what happened is I was driving down the street, and uh, my wife and I have been looking to, uh, to, to get a new house for, for really several years. Um, not like uh, not a big rush, but we've been looking kind of every day. Check check the website, and I drove past the house, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't see that." So we looked on Viewpoint. The price was really good. We uh, we went to go see it. It was really nice inside. So we put an offer in, and they accepted. So we weren't expecting to move, but now we have to sell our house, and it's been hectic to put it lightly. So. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, you know, you just uh, you just ripped off my whole idea, and yeah. now we're all moving. So yeah. I came well, in. Congratulations! I came in right to uh, just take away some of your thunder. Yeah, I, I only had so much thunder to begin with, and now you're just, uh, just a little off. less. Yeah, but I, I mean, I'd rather be in my situation than yours because having to deal with selling the house as well at the same yeah. time. Yeah, that seems like an extra whole layer. But I was already complaining about uh my my messy situation with the house right now to you today so yeah it's been not we, not we changed our closing date and it's uh, our lawyers didn't seem to be aware of the closing date change so so been, is uh, that a uh, for both of us so they really just have to do like the like the property check to make sure there's no like liens or easy yeah or... so it shouldn't be a problem but if like we got to next wednesday and they're like opening the file for the first time so mm-hmm. like what seems like what happened was the realtors did send it but then the lawyers didn't open up the updated file right uh because they had the this type of yeah or the law clerk knows and the lawyer doesn't it yeah so we, we should be good now but uh, so yeah. you're you're sitting in an empty house, and that's why you don't want to show us the webcam because you're just sitting on the floor. Well, actually, my office actually looks really good. Uh, I had to clear out my YouTube plaques are down, but um, otherwise it's it's cleaner than it's been in a long time. Uh, but I was saying to you, like I used to do those property checks. Um, yeah. If there's nothing, it's the easiest thing ever because you'll go, you'll note up the property, and there'll be nothing. Um, but like, if there is, it's like the only thing on like whatever the the uh, property database is. It's like, oh, it's a scanned piece of paper from 60 years ago. Yeah. And it like it's talking about an easement for a horse. Well, it wouldn't be a horse trail, but something crazy. Yeah, like we we're buying a condo as well, so that makes it a bit easier, I think, because it's very rarely going to be something else going on. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah. So today's episode is going to be about the Bad Batch. The plan mm-hmm. going forward is to do the Bad Batch episodes on Wednesdays because I think both of us should generally be available yep. for the Wednesdays. My Thursdays are a bit weirder for the next couple of weeks, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll we'll have a Bad Batch episode every week. 
And we'll try to do an extra episode to get Destiny's Way done as soon yep. as we reasonably can. Yeah. Uh, it's just obviously the surprise housing interrupted. Yeah, that. I was actually being nice and responsible. I was like, it's a, it's a long book, but I was, I was like, I think forty percent of the way done. So like, I was good for good for a last night and afternoon <laughs> to finish it. But yeah. I was good for it. I swear. Yeah. I did my homework. I had Borskvelia jump down my throat. The spirit of Borskvelia. Mm. So that you're at forty percent still. That's where you where you stand. Yeah, forty yeah. of the. I don't know. I'm guessing this one ends at at an eighty. So, yeah. I think. So, uh, yeah, because it's one of the longer ones. Yeah. But with that out of the way, we got three bad batch episodes this week. Unless you want to talk about the battlefront news, maybe for a second. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So you. This is. I'll, I'll let you introduce that because. Because you're a hater. Well, no. It, well, you, you go. You go. You go. Yeah. Because you're a you're a hater, uh, so no. no, I agree. It's not the biggest news ever. Um, it's the biggest Star Wars news in a little bit, I guess. So they announced. I, I think this was first announced on Nintendo on a Nintendo Direct, where they're they're doing a, a Battlefront collection. I'm sure you've all heard of this if you're listening. Um, it's called the Classic Collection. Uh, it releases on the Switch, the PS4 and 5, I believe, the Xbox Series X, and on Steam, probably other PC platforms as well. Unfortunately, there is no crossplay, which I think is a bit of a bummer. Um, but it's essentially going to be a... It's not a remake. It's not even really a remaster. It does seem like they've got some new textures in there because the, the frigging game is 55 gigabytes to download. Yeah, the textures are upscaled, which upscaled, probably yeah. just like AI automatic upscaling, but... yeah. So I uh, the the big thing really will be usability because I did a playthrough of Battlefront two or Battlefront one and two a couple of years ago and it's just it doesn't play super nice on new systems like the resolution. Um, so the big thing will be that plus for consoles especially there are some new features that they didn't have back in the day like sixty four uh, versus sixty four player multiplayer. Um, or, is it 64 it's, no, 64, it's, 60, 32 it's 32, 32. 32. Uh, sorry, 64 in total. Um, plus a couple of new maps that were previously locked away behind uh, exclusive consoles. Uh, and I think the only real new change is that they've made it so you can do the, the sort of heroes versus villains skirmish on every map. Mm-hmm. Which is my least favorite part of Battlefront 2. So the... That is, I don't mind it when it's all heroes and villains, yeah, but yeah, I, I get yeah. where you're coming from. The, the game ends up feeling like it's all heroes all the time, and it's something that new Battlefront 2 has as well. Yeah, but but like, okay, so I, I do want to clarify that yes, I'm not a huge fan of Battlefront 2, the original Battlefront 2, but I really like the original <laughs> Battlefront 1. So, yeah, that's where that's, something so it's it's not just that I, I hate the old Battlefronts, okay? Now, Republican Man, <laughs> on the other hand. But speaking of Republic Commandos, how are you feeling about the Bad Batch first three episodes in? We didn't, so we have not seen more episodes than that. So we are not spoiled. Or unless you've gone and looked up spoilers. I can't I can't stop you from that. If you're even there. And I think he's gone. <laughs> did did his sneeze like take down his entire computer? Well, and he's gone. So, well, <laughs> bad bad <laughs> season three has come out. There he, he's got he's back. 
He's back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I I saw the webcam. I saw the webcam, and then it was gone. Well, I still can't hear him. I saw the webcam for a second. You're not making any sounds. Right, did I you will, uh, webcam for a minute? Oh, there. No, you what? You did you say you saw my webcam? For I a did see your webcam when you joined the lobby again. What the? F see if you can press uh, start and stop cam again. Yeah. No, it's not doing anything. Let me just try again. Uh, keep talking though. Well, I had nothing interesting to say. Uh, I will give you something to, to cut in. No. But we got to we got the first three episodes of Bat or a Bad Batch, not Battlefront. I could have I could have recovered that actually. It's the same first two letters. But mm -hmm. Bad Batch episodes one, two, and three are here. I haven't looked up any spoilers. Have you been spoiling yourself? I don't even think there's spoilers out in the wild. Um, unless unless I'm just not. I'm usually pretty pretty on top of them, but I haven't seen any. All right. Well, uh, so I I really like these three episodes. I thought they were all good. And honestly, after these three, I, I was legitimately considering whether by the end of season three, I might be looking at a, a new replacement for Rebels at the top really? of like, oh, the wow. Star Wars animated wow. shows. So Wow, that's 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 a quite a quite a statement. I liked it quite a bit, but I wouldn't say say that much. I think it's missing a bit for me anyway of, of what made Rebels special. But wow, that's quite a quite a compliment from you. I'm not saying it's gonna land in that spot. I'm just saying it's uh it's not impossible that it does, which considering how little interest I had in Bad Batch when it was announced, I think is a it's, it's a good place for Bad Batch to be sitting for me. So what uh, is it about this the show and these first few episodes that have been special for you? I mean, I think the the character work has been much better than I expected and just generally solid overall, which is something that I did like about Rebels. Uh, it hasn't been as good at Rebels or as good as Rebels at giving them all the attention at the same time, so dealing with them as kind of an ensemble cast. But I think when it does focus on some of those characters, uh, there's been a bit more meat, and I think there's a bit more depth to some of what they're doing. Like, I think Crosshair as a double agent character, not double agent, but like as a, defecting, a defector story, has a bit more weight to it than Callus does, even though some of the effects of what Callus was doing were <laughs> were stronger. And it's not like there's going to be like a point by point comparison where like every character yeah. has an analog, but that's just kind of one of the things that I think Bad Batch has done really well uh, that I really enjoy. And no, that makes sense to me. Might have beaten Rebels at. Do you like the? Uh, do you prefer the different era? Because I mean, we've gotten the Re the Rebel era before, so. I I don't know like I I'm not as big a fan of watching stuff in the Clone Wars era. So mm. the fact that it's getting away from the Clone Wars a bit more into the Rebels era which I do enjoy more might be mm -hmm. a point in its favor uh more than anything cuz like Clone Wars I like well enough but I'm kind of meh on the series overall. Mm -hmm. So like, I think Bad Batches made me warm up even to that a little bit more. Yeah, that's 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 heavy praise. Uh, so, did you have a favorite episode out of the out of the bunch there? I think of these three, I think episode three is my favorite. Like, it has a lot Not of what I liked about episode one, but more of it. So, mm -hmm. and a bit of action in there. You get some, you get some Palpatine coming back, which is always fun. Uh, but how yeah. about you? How are you feeling 
uh, about Bad Batch overall and which of the three was your favorite so far? I thought it was a fairly uh, bold move to have episode one be like completely um, completely on Mount Tantus and not have the Bad Batch in episode one. Well, it did have the Bad Batch in episode one. Well, it had a, a Bad Batcher. It had two Bad Batchers. Crosshair yeah. and Omega are both Bad Batchers. Oh, I thought you were going to refer to the, the little hound they had. Batcher. Is that his name? Bitcha? I don't new, know what uh, she's in. New cute creature just dropped. I think that I think the hound's name is Batcher. Like B-A-T-C-H-E-R. That would be a thing that Omega would name it. I Yeah. Yeah. I so never... I I thought it was a pretty bold move to do that. Um, but I I enjoyed it overall. Uh I like the uh I, I find the the clone lady interesting and Nalase. I, I don't know if it was revealed yeah, in in last season that um they didn't actually know yet that omega has whatever's going on with her like i I think we're supposed to assume in season two that they're tracking her because they know she's special but really we now know it's just to get nala say to work yeah that does seem to be the case and like we have two pretty good reveals of what the thing they're looking for is or what they're trying to do because you have the quote from nala say in the first episode of trying to recreate the genetic M count. Uh, And then at the end, you have the confirmation that like putting the blood into Omega's blood checked out. But uh, yeah. Yeah. So something that I thought after Emery's line at the end of last season was that not just was Emery a clone, but Mm -hmm. all of the, all those techs were not techs, but all the, the scientists were clones. Was that just me? Um, yeah, I think that was just you. Oh, they, it's yeah. all—they all look the same. They all look like similar enough to each other compared to like how the rest of the clones look. That I, I figured, like, oh, if, if Car is one, every like, yeah, why no, are why else would they just... all be the women with the same hair color that have slightly different hairstyles? Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, that makes sense to me. Different features. I, I didn't pick up on that, but yeah. Um, I mean, it still could be the, the case. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because I, I didn't even give that a second thought until someone like brought up that they that they weren't. Like, what I find is interesting is that she's got a last name. Yeah. I mean, even like Emery Carr does, and they all like the other one we know the name of. Actually, I forget what the other one's name was. Uh, but we know two of the names at least. And we know they have mm-hmm. different voice actresses. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would be a point against them being clones. But they, yeah, like, that's fine. is it just, is it, is it racist? If I think all of these white women with brunette hair are looking the same, is that what that no. is? No, that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, and now, now they know. So she was an interesting character because obviously, you kind of think that oh she's she's related to to Omega so she's going to give her cut her some slack but not only does she at, at the end of episode three kind of a weird moment where she she saves Omega but she also kind of damns her at the same time when they're about to fire on her ship and she's like nope don't do it she's she's yeah. got the M count so she is saving her and I guess that's probably the intention but now yeah you're going to be going after her for very different reasons. Yeah, because I was gonna, I was going to ask you actually if you think that had Omega not been in danger at that moment, would Emery have said anything? 
Yeah. But then why else would she be running to Hemlock? Yeah, and other than the needs of the show, but she she had her she had her chance to to be nice when she caught them escaping and like could have just turned around and walked away and she didn't. Um well, I think there's it it almost feels like there's more going on there too and how Emery sees her own situation cuz like when she's talking to Omega at the start of the first episode, yeah. uh when she comes into the room and Omega says she's she doesn't want to be a prisoner there and Emery says, "Oh, you're not a prisoner." Uh, but it's just it's dangerous out there. And like the yeah. obvious like answer to that is, well, then don't fucking bring me here if I'm yeah. not a prisoner and it's dangerous out there. I didn't choose to be here. But like, is that how Emery is thinking about it? Yeah. And like, does she legitimately think like, oh, well, I I'm here. And technically, I guess I could have like I could personally leave, but I'm not because I'm going to get eaten. And what yeah. do I care about what we're doing? Yeah, it's kind of hard to say like she's um she's not here as a prisoner when like they take her fucking toy from her and stuff and yeah. lock her in her room. And they try to stop her from leaving through the dog crate or the dog gates as well. So Yeah. It's like yeah. definitely totally a prisoner. Yeah, but um, like how how much of that is Emery thinking of? Yeah. That's true. And uh how so how do you feel about Nala say having this uh like very soft spot um, where she, she straight up trying to save her. Is that, you know, consistent with the Kami Noans as we've seen them? I mean, usually not, especially after reading the, the the Boba Fett books. Maybe that's coloring my perceptions right now. But I mean, we have had it established that like Nalase does have a, yeah. uh, a special connection with her, at least over the last few episodes or last few seasons. So I, th- I think it I think it works. Like, I, I don't know if Nala Say sees her, like, values her more as, like, oh, this is a person who I care about, or, oh, this is my scientific achievement who I care about. But also, if she didn't care about her as a person, she wouldn't probably worry as much about the Empire finding out what she's doing. So, yeah, I definitely get the feeling she cared about her as a person. Um, because if she's really all about the science, then... Let's see what we can do here. You know, you got the M count. You're you were successful. It's kind of like a, but I, it's also kind of like a Grogu thing where, okay, you, you work. So they're probably going to want to cut you apart and see why. Yeah. And I mean, everyone, everyone likes some good science now and then, but, uh, but we, we kind of know that this isn't going to be good science really. Cause uh, not just morally, but they're, they're, can they really get much success out of this? Given mm. that they're trying to find out how to make a stable body for uh, for the M count transfer, uh, yeah. they I don't think they know that Palpatine's going to like shove his own soul into the whatever body because that's what he tries to do in Rise of Skywalker. But by then he's still got decomposing bodies in yeah. uh, the Mandalorian. They're still trying to figure out Project Necromancer like thirty years later. So I'm not convinced they even know what it is at that point. No, probably not. But if they know the name, if they know that that's something that Hux is working on. Uh, See, this then... is where it gets so like messy because there's the final order and the first order, right? Yeah. And Project Necromancer seems much more like a final order thing with Palpatine off yeah. on. And I always got the feeling like the final order and the first order are supposed to be kind of separate uh, with maybe the the latter serving as a distraction even for the former. Um so like my my kind of uh reading of it so far is that 
Alpatine is working on the project, and some know. Like I, I'm, I'm kind of wondering whether, uh, whether what's his name, uh, Doctor, uh, what's his name again? Hemlock. Yeah, Hemlock was looking at like a Palpatine clone at that moment. I'm, I'm wondering whether um, he knows, but maybe like for the First Order people and the Imperials working on it, maybe they just believe, oh, this is some way to resurrect the Empire. Generally, we don't know the specifics. So do you think that had a Palpatine clone in it? Um, Because I was thinking like it had a clone of someone in it at first. Uh, but the other thing, so they look at the tube, right? And like yeah. my first thought was cloning tube. But the the experimentation that they're doing is about like figuring out how they can make a clone, uh, presumably a clone with yeah. uh, the stable genetics when they have them, whatever, them count stuff. But they're putting the blood into the clone's blood, right? So there has to be a source for the blood. And when Nala say tells Omega at the start that they're experimenting on something, Omega asks, like, oh, uh, is the the subject or is the subject the clones or are mm -hmm. they cloning? And Nala say says, no, not the clones. So mm -hmm. we know that they're putting the blood into the blood of the clones. So it must be talking about the source from that. So do they have like a Jedi or something that they're keeping alive in those tubes in stasis? And that's where they're mm. getting the blood to test with. It's a good question. I, I, I didn't, I hadn't considered about, I hadn't considered it to that degree because the, you're right. And also the fact that Omega seems to have some sort of force sensitivity or something going on when Django Fett didn't like, yeah. it doesn't seem like Django Fett, like the, the, it doesn't seem like the test was making Django Fett's, uh, midi chlorians pass on yeah uh, where, like, and all Nala they knew that omega couldn't be tested for this or they'd find out it works yeah so whatever it is like whatever it is that's force related Nala say or midi chlorine related Nala say would have known that omega would have this reaction so is that yeah. what Nala say did to omega that's a good that's a good question um and i, I never considered it to be honest but yeah it, it might be it might be because I like I don't think Palpatine would be the kind to just like send in a box of blood every week. And I don't think he'd want the cloners to have his blood just to play with mm -hmm. at that point. So yeah, it, no, I agree. it seems like the safe thing for him would be to get like I don't know if Order he's got, like, 66. Could he be Duke a Jedi we know? Off, yeah. Ventress is in there, Quinlan Voss, and that's how Ventress comes in. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting idea. But yeah, so I had. Yeah, I, think that's, it, I, I hadn't considered that to be honest. And they had a, there were a bunch of them in that room. Then there was like the main central thing, but yeah. there was like a circle of several. So, hmm. and I no, can't I take credit for the for the Quinlan boss thing. So just to just to be clear, interesting. The rest of it I'm taking credit for. Okay, not that part. It's a good it's a good theory. Yeah, well, it wasn't a good clip. So yeah, well. Maybe next time, buddy. Maybe we next time. Are. Talking about the, the name drop of Fallen Order, 20k, like just for a, a random monster, 20k views. Talk about that, 1,000. Oh, was it the same monster? It was the... It's not even the monster itself. It's when Wrecker and Hunter are just landing on the planet, mm -hmm. and uh, Wrecker was saying it smells like rancid... Um, fuck, I forget the name again. It's a da, 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 rabid. It fuck. It it's something. It's something with a J, I think. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, Wrecker just says it smells like a rancid something, and the something was a uh, was a, an enemy from Fallen Order. Joe Taz. Okay. Joe Taz. Oh, Joe Taz. Yeah, I remember them. That's what it was. Huh. Interesting. I didn't even pick up on that. You got your you got your ear to the ground for all these little uh, connections. I go and read the script as soon as I can afterwards. <laughs> you never know what you find. There's all, there's been gold before. Like that's a good way yeah. to, to find gold. Because like when I'm watching the first time, I'm also recording the episode because I don't torrent them. Like, mm-hmm. or I mean, uh, I don't I don't have a, a legal. You don't copy buy them right? initially on yeah, digital yeah, download yeah. and back up your legitimate copy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so since I can't have the subtitles on when I'm doing that, I just as soon as someone's got the <laughs> the transcript available, which is usually pretty fast, mm-hmm. then I, I just go and read that and see if there's anything big that I missed. And the system works. The system works. You got Joe Taz videos. How could it not work? Yeah. Everyone loves a Joe Taz, apparently. Yeah. So that's episode three. I think we covered that. Uh, I mean, we got the escape. And is there anything else you want to? I, I, my theory, and I think I mentioned this, was that um, they were going to escape together, but Omega, like someone was going to grab her leg on the way out mm-hmm. and Crosshair was going to escape by himself and then meet up with the Bad Batch. But no, obviously, that's not what happened. I still think they get her before Crosshair and her are able to reunite with Hunter and Wrecker. Yeah, because the ship's in rough shape, so we don't know yeah. where they're jumping, but it's probably not far. Yeah, and like the any of the trailer clips we had of the rest of the Bad Batch, unless they were very careful to select stuff that didn't have Omega in it, then like yeah, because I... we did see Crosshair with them at some point. Yeah. Um. It... It's almost like it does Omega decide she wants to go back to rescue Nalasay or well yeah that's, then Crosshair that's what... would make the choice to go back too unless Crosshair goes to Bad Batch while Omega goes back because she knows she'll be safe and Crosshair won't. Yeah, the other option is the other clones. Maybe she's trying to save her other brothers. Yeah. Well, um, uh, I mean what we've learned so far is that the Republic Commandos, who gives a fuck about them? They're they're they've taken the faceless goons yeah. role. Yeah. Yeah, they have. They're not, they're they're not epic anymore. Do you think that we're going to get anything with Scorch, like examining why the clones are still there? Because there's the clone assassins. Yeah. We got a bit of why they're still there and why they're not seen as expendable yet as well. But like, do you think we're going to get anything with the commandos as well? I don't think so. I th- I think they got too much to do this season. Hmm. I guess I don't know. They got a lot of episodes. I, I don't know. What do you think? I, I, I don't really think that much about the clone commandos anymore other than like I thought season one was kind of the one for that because that was a for, focused pretty heavily on like the split yeah. of the clone divide or down kind of but I guess that does still need in a way um like like an answer right yeah like I, it's just with so much of the core messaging of the show being about like how the clones are their own people they're making their own choices uh just to and like they're not just the replicant army treating the clone commandos that way now just feels like it kind of undermines yeah. that a little bit yeah. like maybe it's the chip maybe it's not maybe they're choosing maybe they're not but like having literally no use of them as characters just seems like it's uh it'd be kind of a weakness of the of yeah the and i will say the one thing um that kind of does push me a bit more in that direction is so far most of the rex episodes have been about clones um and i guess given the fact that we did get 
uh, like even up to the capture of Crosshair, where that really is all about him, you know, and and his fellow clones. So yeah, I guess I guess there needs to be some sort of conclusion to it. But whether it'll be involve the clone commandos directly, I don't know. But you're you're right in that they have went out of their way to differentiate the clone commandos from everyone else. So there's something going on. Maybe it's like an extra level of um, brainwashing they have, and maybe they'll try to 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 free them from that. But yeah, that's a good point because we we do know some clone commandos make it out. Um, yeah, like Gregor. Yeah, Gregor. But I, I just it's just the the angle of like them getting at least something, some characterization. Yeah. I don't care if they like defect or not. Uh, but the a complete lack of of analysis of that or exploration of that would just be a little disappointing. But. Yeah, like I can't pretend to care that much about like Scorch and yeah. his new like his his canon character. Even even in you know Legends when he was in Republic Commando, didn't really care that much. He's just another yeah. clone. Um, so I'm not concerned about his particular fate any more so than the Republic Commandos as a whole. Uh, I mean, like seeing the rest of Delta Squad would be nice, but again. Yeah. Can't say I really care that much. It, it was a bit annoying because I did uh I did a video on that as well, and it was like it, it was the, the point was that Scorch is just a stand-in for the Republic Commandos, but I had like yeah uh, so many comments were like, oh, it's just that name is fan service, doesn't mean anything. It's like that great, but that's not I'm not saying that because it's Scorch, I'm saying it because he like Scorch is just the stand-in example we have of Republic Commandos right now. Yeah. And I think a lot of people have kind of conflated those ideas like i i don't i don't think he's got the same backstory or delta even has the same backstory as legends but it's just that is the commando we have to work with right now and if it turns into an exploration of like why scorch is there and the rest of uh yeah. rest of delta squad isn't then sure why not but if they didn't any nuts they would have had cartho nasi voicing him <laughs> he didn't want to talk about it when they asked him yeah i just don't trust you jedi Okay. I hope the Kotor remake, which is definitely going to come out, is is entirely about that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I guess it's also worth noting sure either, on the, the horizon. Two, the Battlefront Two Classic is uh, it's made by Aspire, so it they is, haven't yeah. been shuttered by by Embracer, who are shutting everything down and then talking about how it's every company's fault that they got shut down. Um. So I'm just trying to think, Aspire. Um. Aspire also did they did like the Republic Commando re-release, yeah. right? Like their main yeah. thing is that kind of like port of old games. Uh and then yeah. Because um, one of your one of your complaints when uh when it came out, what or when the announcement came was that you thought it was stupid that Aspire was doing it when that's the kind of work they'd done before. And I was trying to say, like, like yeah. I was saying that. I mean, if they give them the resources to do it, then they just hire on more people. And yeah. But yeah. you were right. So, well, I mean, I guess we'll never know. There could be a million reasons why it hasn't worked out. Yeah. Um, I, I, I got to say, I am really excited gracious. for the uh, for the Dark Forces 2. Like, that's more of a proper yeah. remaster. Yeah. Um, and that's the, also the game that's behind the biggest tech wall because that run on yeah. MS-DOS. So, I believe, All right? the 90s games, like trying to run dark forces is fucking horrible trying to it run it doesn't have mouse support like it's a shooter it doesn't have mouse support <laughs> yeah. yeah 
Same with even even the original TIE Fighter, right? Yeah, if you didn't have uh, Hodes for a lot of those games, weren't you kind of fucked? Yeah, you're fucked. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, real, I'm really, really excited actually for that one. Although, yeah. it seems like the biggest graphical changes are just the cutscenes and everything else is, you know, pretty similar. But well, that'll be good. That's all you know. Yeah, I guess we've graphics. covered a lot of uh, of Omega and Crosshair. Is there anything else mm. on those two you want to say before we maybe talk a little bit about the the rest no. of the Bad Batch? No. Those two it's episodes cool. were definitely my favorite as well, although I liked episode two. Because they did... So yeah, they, they split it up, like Corey's alluding to, where one and three were... Uh, even StarWars.com, they had their trivia gallery today, and one of the trivia they had was this episode was focused on Omega, so the Bad Batch are not in it. Like, okay. Even they said that? I mean... That was, that was like the trivia that they had. Like, I was yeah. trying to find that, but I, I wasn't finding the trivia pages. I was only finding the Bad oh, really? Batch minutes or whatever, where they have five plot points and boringly recount the the story that I just watched. So, I don't know. Do yeah, I mean, the trivia is not as good as it used to be. Okay. Um, well, they you, might You update. were looking at the episode guides? Yeah, last uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. It's well, not, not even the the stuff I was looking at wasn't even the episode guides. Oh, uh, so they, like so you, you call the episode guides because the episode guides yeah. used to be good as well. So you go to the just... episode guides and then they have galleries. So there's like a trivia gallery with like nine yeah. images for the first one. It's like so. For example, here's one: the mysterious M count alluded, alluding to the amount of midi chlorians in a being's blood was first uttered by Doctor Pershing in Chapter Twelve of the Mandalorian. That's actually a pretty good little fact. Well, okay, so all I'm finding are Bad Batch Declassified, not even the episode guides. Yeah, I checked the Star Wars Twitter account. Oh, like, for example, it says, according to the hash marks on Omega's cell wall, this episode starts 21 days from her arrival on Tantus and ends around day 125. I didn't realize that much time had passed. Her hair really doesn't grow that much for that amount of time. She just, like, changes it, kind of. Um. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Well, we get uh we get Wrecker and Hunter, uh, and we get some payoff showing up and delivering one of the pikes to uh the Deveronian or mm-hmm. are they Deveronians? Yeah, I think so. I was trying I to figure out if that was a Deveronian we were supposed to know or not. They're from season. I was like one. Okay. Because it's like it's from one of the earlier episodes, but is that even in like fucking Clone Wars? I think it's I think it's Bad Batch season one, uh-huh. but but yeah. So they're they're collecting that information because uh, or they're collecting on that because they. I think you muted yourself, Corey. There you go. Yeah. Okay, my microphone. Came unplugged. Uh, but yeah, so they think they're going to get the... This is their only semi-lead to find where Hamlock is. Mm-hmm. And through that, they find uh, an abandoned planet, which had what used to be Hemlock's lab, as well as a couple abandoned clone troopers in their young ages. Mm-hmm. Uh, One of them voiced by uh, Daniel Logan. Did you know that? I did not. I yeah. So young Boba from the... Uh, from the Clone Wars, now a, a grown man, or Attack of the Clones, rather, now a grown man playing a child again. 
that's that's the way she goes. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, what were your thoughts on, on the Hunter and Wrecker adventure? It was okay. Um, I like the uh, I do enjoy the camaraderie that the clones have and like the different generations of clones. I thought that was cool. Yeah. But uh, I've seen enough big monsters killed in recent Star Wars. I think I feel like every every show I've got one episode where I'm like, okay, big monster killed. Yeah, I mean, there was a brief moment where I got excited in this episode because I misheard the slither vine somehow. I was only <laughs> yeah. like half paying attention. I was like, "Oh, did they say Mauler?" Mm-hmm. And they they didn't they didn't say that. So there was no NJL crossover. Uh, it was just a, a what was that like a a modified Sarlacc though? Is that what? Yeah, the I don't know. Were? I don't know. I, it re- reminded me of the um the, the things from the High Republic. Um, the trees, like the killer trees, remember? Gear? Yeah, the Jern gear. Hmm. It just, it just seems like a, a a sarlacc that's a tree instead. Oh, you mean the so specific? Maybe... Yeah, yeah. I don't know because they um, have the vines, but then the vines turn out to be coming from that guy. I think. Yeah, I think that was all one monster. Is I guess they're throughout the whole forest. So yeah, so it's it's hard to say. It kind of reminded me of Lord of the Rings when they go to um, what's it called Maria? the. the no, the Ent, uh, when Pippin and Sam go to the uh, the Ent forest and they're like, don't touch anything. Okay. They don't realize because they I thought the you Ent's... had the tentacles coming out of the water, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, the I watcher in the water? You. Yeah. No. And I, okay, so I, I'm for, for all the viewers, this is less for you, Justin, but mm-hmm. uh, for one of the upcoming X2 streams, we're doing some trivia, or I'm going to try to be running some trivia, and I've got some. I'm writing some questions for everyone. I got some Lord of the Rings for you. Oh God, I've only read the two books. Oh, it'll be it'll. You should be able to get it. It's, it'll be in the in the range of stuff you could possibly get. Okay. And there's gonna be I'm gonna. Like do I've, it. I've watched all the movies and I think I read the third book when I was a kid, but I don't remember anything. So I'm ripping off a few trivia shows to get the format for everything because why come up with a unique, bespoke trivia style? And so oh. one of the shows that I'm ripping off is. Uh, dropout or college humors i'm actually mm-hmm. so what i was thinking for some of the lord of the Rings stuff is i'd like the 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 premise is that they instead of just like asking a question about it they read mm-hmm. a statement and something in the statement is false mm-hmm. you have to figure out what the false uh, thing that's is. cool i like so that I've idea got, i've got a few questions like that and that's uh one of the lord of the rings ones there but okay. anywho that, that sounds fun i like that idea yeah just uh just got me all excited for that again but yeah, that's awesome. Did I just mute myself? No, I didn't. No, nope. I need to. No, I I'm not touching this microphone. I think it's falling apart. Yeah, I, I moved my uh, Go XLR mixer when I was cleaning my desk, and now like there's like a precarious alliance of cables, like barely keeping it together. Yeah, so, and like, that's why your fucking webcam doesn't work right now. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, apparently it does for a minute, but um, which like it doesn't make sense because the light never turned on, and like that makes it seem like the output anyway. Um, but I, like my cough button isn't working, so I've been having to manually mute myself because I'm coughing for some reason. But so. well, you know who was almost coughing for a while is uh, Wrecker and Hunter because of the rancid smells they were getting on whatever planet that was. That's true. Uh, but I wonder how much or how often Hemlock moves around. Like, is that a one-time thing, or was that? That's uh, the part I kind of liked. Like, I, I'm guessing Mount Tantus was just a lot more secure. But maybe it was also because their experiments had run completely amok. I don't know if they if if they really were clear on that. 
Yeah, uh, not really. But it can't be super long that they were gone, but like it, it could be simultaneous. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, but I don't know. Like that episode was a was a bit I don't want to say it was forgettable because we did get the new I, I kind of wonder what's gonna go on with that crew. Are we now going to follow them back to the island or are they just going to be gone yeah. next episode? Are we gonna see them again? No, I think it's more of the like Animal Crossing style or whatever, where you <laughs> go and find them, they go back to your village and then you can they become... Yeah, you'll find like a, an item that you can trade to just them to open up a new shop. It'll be sick. Yeah. And I, I feel like people are going to call that episode filler. And even though we're not having much to say about it, I feel like that's just going to be more people misunderstanding what filler is. Yeah. Because like this is important stuff for like, it's good for their characters. It's like establishing what they're like, more of the working with the clones, bringing people together. And they're still on Omega's trail. It's just, I don't have as much to say about it with uh, compared to the other two. Yeah. I mean, they, they had to establish like, like we learned a lot about their hunt for Omega. They've been doing it for yeah. a while uh, and they've been pretty much completely unsuccessful. And now we, yeah. we know that they know a little bit more about where she is. Cause they do get some, some uh, intelligence at the very end. Yeah. But like it, the other thing with it is like Hunter is kind of being consumed by this. Like he's not yes. in a good place and it really comes across. No, no. And, and Wrecker even calls him out on. It. He's like, "Yeah, last time we rushed, we uh, we left one guy short," yeah. which I thought was good. Yeah, and they're they're referring to a little known character Tech there, who is in fact still alive. So, oh, speaking of still alive, I was happy to see uh, Gonk uh, Gonky back. Yeah, they abandoned him for a while last season, but yeah. I think he was in the background one or two. Uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, what's the AZ? Is that the the medical droid that oh, they yeah. just completely forgot about as well. Yeah, he end, him. where does he end up? Was he destroyed on Camino? And they went back and they bombed it. No, because because uh I think like Omega thanked Crosshair for helping her get AZ back. And that's when they're like going separate ways at the end of it. You're right. So I think AZ was never killed off. Yeah, I uh, I'm looking. I, I I think you're right. I think he's just uh... unfortunately he's Imperial Shell managed to take off and left Ordmantel without leaving any trace of where they went. Oh fuck! Apparently he was in the. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, apparently maybe he's, been... he's with Sid. That's unfortunate. He was in. Apparently he was in the last episode of season two. Oh, okay. So yeah, we just weren't paying attention. But was that was he maybe visible when Sid betrayed them? Um, it says that he I, I think he was in hyperspace with Man, uh didn't know he had that capability no with on the ship with, with hunter so okay yeah. he's he, he's just asleep it says it says uh they later jumped into hyperspace and hunter vowed wow. vowed of searching throughout the galaxy okay wikipedia how about you unban me and i'll fix your stupid ass <laughs> training with the galaxy to find omega as az as az13 and the other two clones mourned yeah, unban me and I'll fix that for you. All right, and you Hunter vowed first. of searching. Okay. Vowed what are you saying searching. Hunter didn't vow of searching? I don't he think cast he... vow of searching. It's a D&D. <laughs> yeah, he's plus 20 find your small sister ability. <laughs> Sick. Oh, did you guys win your D&D campaign? I was watching it for a bit, but I had to tune out. Uh, no, we, have, we, we finished the heist and then we 
almost got the hyperspace, but then Zach dropped a Star Destroyer on us. So we're seeing if we can escape that. And then Oh, so you didn't finish gonna... it? Yeah, we got one more quick episode left, which we're either going to explode or escape in. So. Are you in your ship? We're in our ship. We're in space. We're, we were calculating the hyperspace jump, and we got tractor beam. What is your ship? Uh, fuck. It's a freighter of some kind. Oh, it's like the one with it's like the the turtle looking one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was I was enjoying that. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that should be a very short episode. It sounds like one encounter, and then you'll be done. Yeah, because from there we're going back and we're turning in our money, our all the gold we stole to the rebels, and then the the end credits roll. Was Ilkin in it at some point? Ilkin was gonna be in it, but right before. Uh, he had to drop, and I, I think it might have been around the time that he had his son. Okay, yeah. it, it was a longer time ago than we thought, but it, I don't know if it was that or that. But yeah, he had he okay. had to drop. Interesting, unfortunately. Well, but, is there anything else about the Bad Batch you'd like to say? Overall, I enjoyed all three episodes. I'm very excited for the rest of the season. Visually, the show continues to be stunning. Um, yeah. Just very impressed overall. I'm sad. I'm sad it's ending. I I, I will say. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully, I agree with all it that. Transitions to something new. Hopefully, Tales of the Jedi season two leads into another another equally good show. Yeah, uh, get more from Jennifer Corbett and Brad Rao and everyone else working on this show. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, we got a we got a couple couple months ahead of us of Bad Batch fun, so that'll be good. Yeah. Then apparently, the Acolyte is coming out in June, is what the rumors are saying, and then yeah, Christina that's Ariel, awesome posted something that seemed to imply that that wasn't just a bullshit rumor. Yeah. So we'll see if that ends up being true, but we should, uh, we should have a good star Wars year. Yeah. Very excited. Well, that's it for us guys. We will be playing some hell divers too, which I've really been enjoying. You've only got to play it the once one time, right? Corey. Yeah. I only played it with you guys last week. Mm, it's, it's fun. Um, very, very fun. Actually. It's, it's nice to have a pretty simple game with no bullshit, but yeah, we'll be playing that. Are you going to stream it too, Corey? I think I am, yeah. Okay. So we'll see you guys there. Until next time, bye-bye. Bye.